Good morning. It's Sunday, May the 10th. We're reading through the Bible and we've come to the end of 1 Kings. We are in the last two chapters, chapters 21 and 22. And this is where Ahab wants Naboth's vineyard. So the evil king and his terrible wife, uh, the queen, want to uh, take that at all costs. Jezebel ends up having Naboth killed uh, because Ahab is pouting. And uh, you just read the immaturity and the greed of these two in this passage. And I hope it's a, a good um, cautionary tale for us. Uh, the fascinating story in uh, chapter 22 of the prophet who ends up telling the truth. Of course, Ahab didn't want anything to do with him because he's always telling the truth to him. It's a good reminder to us that sometimes our reaction to those that bring the truth to us is more a uh, commentary on us than it is on them when we bring their, our uh, critical commentary to those who bring us the truth. Anyway, uh, what a interesting passage it is about the prophet and about uh, Ahab's final demise. And we see him sovereignly killed in battle when he took every precaution not to be, which reminds us that our days are numbered and God has them. As it says in Psalm 139, uh, every day is written in a book before there's yet one of them that has come to be. God is sovereign over all things. And uh, the encounter in the New Testament is one of the most famous in the Bible. Clearly, it's the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16. We get to read that in context today. Read it slowly. We only are reading 21 verses in John chapter 3. Nicodemus comes under the cover of darkness, which is more than just a statement about when he's coming, but it's about his uh, surreptitious and covert way to come in and try and not be outed by being allied with Christ. Uh, of course, we get the passage about the love of God in verse 16, but don't read it divorced from the context. In verse 18, uh, he speaks about the fact that those who do not trust in Christ, do not believe in Christ, uh, they're condemned. So there's a lot of love in verse 16, because for those who believe in him, who trust in him, uh, they're not going to perish, but have everlasting life. And yet the reminder is if we reject Christ, uh, the consequences are high. I hope this passage not only helps you to be thankful for your salvation, but motivates you in your evangelism. Our community imperative uh, we've gone through all the one another's in Scripture, but I want to talk about the community imperatives where they may not be stated as one another's. This one is found today in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. I'm just going to go through Philippians and find a few of these obvious uh, community standards that we're supposed to live by. And this one says, Let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit. He's speaking to the corporate audience now of the, the Philippian Christians. Uh, in one mind, and here's, here's the, the key, striving side by side for the faith, the gospel. It's not a one another, not stated that way, but clearly a one another passage in that it deals with how we are to relate to one another. And I love that picture of striving side by side for the gospel. So if you want to codify that in a short terse sentence, put it this way, to strive, that's our goal today, to strive side by side with other Christians in our church for the gospel. There's a lot of striving that goes on in people fighting on various you know, levels about various things. They all got their causes. And you see non-Christians kind of scramble around to find their cause to fight for. Our cause to fight for is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we are sinners, that everyone we know falls short of the glory of God, that the solution is found in Christ, that there's no other name given among men under heaven by which we must be saved. Uh, this is what we contend for, to fight the good fight. And I love the first phrase in verse 28. The next verse is, and not being frightened 
in anything by your opponents. So I encourage you today to see your fellow believers in the body of Christ as your teammates, your fellow soldiers, as Paul liked to say, of his teammates, and to recognize we've got a good fight to fight. Don't get entangled in lesser fights. There's so many things, even Christians I find, they just lower themselves to fight about all kinds of things on social media. It's always about the controversy of this or that. Let's be all about promoting the gospel of Christ. Let's join together with those that care about promoting the gospel. Let's work together, as it says here, fighting or striving side by side for the gospel. So I appreciate you listening every day. I hope you're consistently and faithfully reading through the Bible. We'll be back tomorrow with more as we work through the Old and New Testament into 2 Kings tomorrow. And be sure to comment if there's something in today's reading that has uh, struck you, something you would like to share with others. We'd love to hear that. And also, uh, we want to be sure you're subscribed so you get the alerts every day. If you click on the bell, you'll hear from us every day that a new video is posted and you can follow along as we continue to read through the Bible. 